0: Hey, it's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. And right now, we'll go to the man who defined for the nation the idea of a consumption tax. The idea that I still stand by today while I wear my capitalist pig tie happily. Uh, Steve Forbes, chairman and editor-in-chief of Forbes Media, uh, also uh, one of the founding members of the Committee to Unleash Prosperity. So, Steve, we were told inflation was transitory. It's at 8.3 percent, its highest rate in recorded history in nineteen eighty-six percent. And that was a fall of a president, Jimmy Carter. Here we are today, the midterms, inflation, what's going on?
1: Well, that's why uh, a year and a half ago, I co-wrote a book called Inflation, What It Is, Why It's Bad, and How to Fix It. You mentioned uh, 1980. Well, in 2024, we have a presidential election. And uh, I think you're going to see the same thing we saw in 1980. Whoever the Democrats run, it's not going to be Joe Biden. I don't think he and whoever the Democrats run, they're going to lose. Because both the Federal Reserve and the federal government have been doing the wrong things on the economy, printing too much money, spending too much money, wasting too much money, putting in too many regulations, and throttling the greatest economy on earth. And so in terms of inflation, yes, uh, the Federal Reserve has this peculiar thing, David, of believing that the way you conquer inflation is by depressing the economy, putting people out of work. They're engineering a downturn, a recession. Which is going to be already becoming a global recession. So you have a declining economy, prices still going up, and that's something called stagflation, a word we haven't heard since the 1970s.
0: You know where we are now in the midterm election landscape, and I have to call it for what it is. It's not the sin of mission. It's a flat-out lie. Uh, we hear from the Biden administration, from many on the left, this comparison between the U.S. and other nations because their idea that we're supposed to buy is well, we're not as bad as them, so that's okay. Well, if we were disconnected entities from each other economically, it's a global economic world, uh, then that would probably be a little bit more relevant. But that's political marketing. Let's talk reality. The Fed just raised interest rates, another base rate, another 75 basis points. The, the home building industry, the homeowners, the would-be homeowners, first-time buyers, those canaries in the economic coal mine are telling us some, something completely different than Powell and Yellen and the other members of the Fed board. So how do the Republicans, and let's give some advice to them, which you're going to give an advice that's based in economics, how do the Republicans tackle this? Is it even possible, should they be given the majorities? Well, when they get the majorities,
1: uh, I think that the uh, Republicans are already going to move, one, on the border. That helps in Arizona and California and Texas. But in terms of economics, they're going to also be pushing legislation early next year to forcibly open federal lands for oil and gas development. Uh, Why we're begging uh, Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, and OPEC for oil when we have it here at home, I think voters find immoral and disgusting. So the Republicans are going to force a legislative change on that. And can you imagine, David, Joe Biden vetoing a bill to produce more oil and gas here and uh, take more from uh, Venezuela, Iran and Saudi Arabia and Russia? I don't think that I don't think the Democrats would vote for that kind of a sustaining of a veto. So uh, they're going to see changes there on the spending side. First things they'll do is block the IRS from hiring those 87,000 agents to harass the middle class and small businesses. They will just won't appropriate the money for it, period. We'll also start where they can, rolling back on regulations. So there's a lot that the Biden administration can still do to hurt the economy, but there's a lot the Republican can do to roll back some of the bad things they did and also have investigations in uh, these uh, agencies, regulatory agencies that are harming the economy, and also, I hope they'll start to examine the Federal Reserve. This peculiar idea: you have to make people poor
0: to fight inflation. The people who pay the price, and we all pay a price. This is something I don't do, and I know you don't. You, you don't separate people by income levels as if they're disconnected from the economy in different ways. In some overlapping ways, we're all part of it. How do how do we as a country? Uh, I don't know if learn more or understand better how we're all part of this economy. You know, if you're working for a company and you're contributing to an IRA and maybe you're trying to do a little, you know, catch up before the end of the year to max out your contribution, you're a part of this. Well, that's exactly right. So when he talks about the rich, uh, newsflash, the
1: IRS has plenty of agents looking at the Elon Musk tax return, guaranteed. What they want to go after is the middle and upper middle class and small businesses, uh, which uh, hurts the economy. And uh, in terms of uh, the stock market, uh, Biden disdains it. Well, 100 million Americans have 401ks, IRAs and the like. You just mentioned them. So they get impacted. Your pensions are impacted. I think people are understanding better than this crap does in Washington, the connection, connecting the dots. Uh, when you raise taxes, raise taxes on business, where do they get the money? They get it from customers. Prices go up, they get it from workers, less money for pay raises, and they uh, get it from shareholders by not paying dividends. So uh, there's no free lunch, despite
0: what Joe Biden seems to think. You know, this idea that's being pushed that, and as I mentioned earlier, transitory, I think is gone. I think most Americans get it. You know, they're on their way to the polls today, and a lot of Americans went to the gas station over the weekend. They went to the grocery store. They went to visit a friend. Maybe they wanted to have a barbecue, and instead of steak, they're doing burgers and hot dogs. Nothing against burgers and hot dogs. I personally love them. But you get my point. (laughs) People are seeing this, right? And, And And yet they're trying to tell us this will be okay. And this is government reaching into our lives. And to your point about these agencies, weaponize these these agencies against the American people to drive an agenda. You, You talked earlier. You mentioned you know would Biden veto this bill? You know the bill. Let's call it the you know free energy versus climate change nonsense bill. And sadly, in my head, as you're saying that, I'm thinking, I think he would.
1: Oh, I think uh, you're you're exactly right. He's beholden to the left, and 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 the thing is, when this is where Biden destroyed his credibility, and uh, when he would say things that people knew were not true. We have inflation under control. One month he said inflation's down to zero. If you look at the previous month, blah blah blah, and and the shock about inflation is, as you know, when you go to the grocery store, it's not that prices all go up at once. You find that the cheese is going up, the eggs next week. the Eggs are going up, then the milk goes up. You get shocked every time you go. Something new that was three ninety nine last year suddenly is now four ninety nine this year. Those constant shocks of buying products and finding they're going up, going up, going up.
0: Yeah. By the way, speaking of eggs, on my way back from voting this morning, I stopped to pick up eggs. I wanted a nice big breakfast. Got a long day ahead. Six ninety nine, a dozen. It's yeah, incredible i mean it was 299 399 a few years ago <laughs> yeah i mean if if you look for that off brand or whatever not that is an off brand chicken but an off brand egg <laughs> at the bottom shelf in, in the cool section and maybe you'll find it at 399 429 but if you're a family of 5 you got kids you get kids going to school you're making breakfast sandwiches you're going through a few dozen a week in some cases
1: very, very, very easily, and uh, that's the thing it 's the kind of thing that I think really demoralizes people, and why I think we're going to see election results this uh, uh, this cycle and also in twenty twenty four is the constant grinding uh, just never seems to give up, and so you get gas prices going down, and then they start to go up again uh, we've got uh, we better pray that we get warm weather this winter. As the heating oil is going up, we're running out of natural gas around the world. Yeah, there's surpluses now, but wait until that cold weather comes. And people just get hit with one thing or another. And as even the government statistics show, you're not keeping up with inflation. Uh, CPI, consumer price index up 8%, your pay's up 5%. We all know in school, 8 minus 5 is 3. You're three points
0: behind. That's thousands of dollars a year in the real world for a typical family. Well, we will see what the people of the United States uh, make in their choices today, because this is it. This is game day and early voting and all those numbers today is the count. And we need to see that because the people, especially those in the lower rungs of the economic ladder, Steve, they they can't survive this. There isn't enough out there and there there isn't enough support to help them. And, you know, look, I'm concerned about everyone billionaires and, you know, people trying to get by with some assistance. But if we don't get this thing working, we're in real trouble in this country. And I have a feeling these ideologues will not uh, let us go. Uh, before I let you go, however, because I mentioned in the beginning, and probably going back to one of the first times we really began to interact, you mentioned the IRS. If the Republicans take control, could we get more push on a flat tax. Uh,
1: I hope so. I'm, I hope uh, some of the new members will push it, and I hope there'll be a presidential candidate in 2024 who will realize you can really break out of the pack. Uh, just to put in perspective, over the last 20 years, we've spent over we've spent literally over a trillion dollars in 20 years complying with this hideous tax code, and just uh, wasteful, wasteful stuff, corrupt stuff. And just imagine if all those dollars, all that brain power. You know, six billion hours a year filling out tax forms. If all that had gone instead of this stupid code, which you uh, don't need, you could raise more money with that simple flat tax. Imagine if all those resources, hundreds of billions of dollars gone for new products, new, new services, new medical devices, new medicines, how much better off we'd all be today. It's a monumental waste and a criminal waste of American
0: brain power and resources. I'll be watching closely. We'll be covering it tonight. Steve, I know you're always watching closely. Thank you again. Thank you, David. and keep up the good fight. Thank you. Steve Forbes, Chairman and Editor-in-Chief of Forbes Media, and the man who I, I will always say the flat tax education I've gotten from Steve has been uh, one of the pivotal moments in understanding tax policy, uh, pro-growth strategies, what's needed in this country. You can join me live on The David Webb Show, Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east, on SiriusXM Patriot 125.